0: This is modern day hippie shit.
1: One, we are live.
0: Um, what's good, everybody? Another episode of MDH TV coming back at you. You feel me? End of the semester, end of the school year. How, how has the school year been for you?
1: It's been pretty cool. Yeah, facts. Yeah, it's been pretty. Uh, pretty new you know I guess I guess this is like the closest thing I've experienced to a college experience or so or what oh, yeah, they that's... or what they say it should be so I guess it was pretty cool
0: Facts. yeah I mean like I have fun so like it is if it wasn't like you know the typical college year that's cool because
1: yeah it was still fun
0: yeah I got better at skating you feel me uh it's pretty much it, but um, didn't really learn nothing. But that's all right. Oh, I got on a project on the research campus here for the summer, so that's what I'm gonna be doing all summer. So yeah, I'm not going back to Vegas. Are you? Are you going back to Vegas?
1: Hell yeah! Where are you going then? Are you gonna stay out like in? Now I'm
0: staying out here because I'm working on the. Yeah, I'm working on the uh research campus out here on a project about mass incarceration. That's
1: toxic as fuck.
0: Yeah, for real. We want to spread awareness. Bro, all right. I gotta tell you about what happened to me last night. And actually, a couple of weird stuff like things have been happening to me lately. Cause this is like a super white liberal school, right? Uh-huh. So last night this dude comes in, we're playing chess, and he's a pretty good chess player. Like, I'll give him that. But better than me. Hell yeah. But um <laughs> 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 he uh came in the room and the first and it was me and this other black dude i have be been hanging out here, his name is Niobe. And uh we were sitting there and the first he sees us and the first thing he says is like yo, my high school was racist as fuck. That's how he greets us. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yo, what's good? My high school is racist as fuck. I was like, okay. That's literally the first sentence this nigga said to us. We never met before. And n- before names and everything. But, uh, and then like we was playing chess and shit. And bro just kept talking. He was like, yeah, I'm a hardcore socialist. I love socialism. This and that. I was like, bro. Like, I'm not the one to have this conversation with, bro. Like, I'm going to tell you right now. You and said then, like No, that's what, that's what I was saying in my head. Because, oh. like, he was drunk as fuck. And I. Was, he was, like, one of those where if you said something he didn't agree with, he was about to try and argue with you. So, I was just sitting there being quiet.
1: Bro, you about. the argue master, nigga. You let him argue. No,
0: nah, I've learned that arguing is not worth it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> It's not worth it to be right. Sometimes you just gotta let a dumb motherfucker be right. God. But um, and then like, I was at this uh thing. What you call it that? And uh, I'll well, I'll tell you guys about that one towards the end of the pod because you know the snitches be listening at the beginning. So stay tuned for the whole pod. <laughs> if you wanna listen to that story. Yeah. Oh, 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 Oh. we're done.
1: Oh, I thought she was going. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. So I was, I was, you know, we talked about this before the podcast, but I was thinking to myself one day, I think I told you about it when I gave that one lady $5. Right. And it was the last $5 in my, okay. I gave this homeless lady $5. Right. And it was the last $5 in my pocket. And well, it, I mean, like I had more money in the bank, but it was the last cash $5 I had, which cash is pretty useful. So when I gave it to her, I thought to myself, like, am I really helping her or am I just like giving her temporary, temporary help just so she could think that this life is like good enough? Like what what I thought to myself is like, if someone is living at the bare minimum, but they're surviving and they're living, then they won't have that drive to like get up and try to chase a life that, and try to chase a life that's better. You feel me? Because if she just, like, let's just say, that's how I thought of it in my head. If she got like, if there was 10, 10 niggas like me that she encountered two or in two weeks, right? So she would get, I mean- in, $50. Gonna, nah. Wait, what? Yeah, ten no,
0: times no, five
1: is fifty. No, in my head I did more. Than I,
0: <laughs> I did
1: not, no, I did the math wrong earlier. Let's just say, okay, let's just say she somehow gets two fifty every two weeks, right? <laughs> and then a month she makes five hundred, right?
0: <laughs> How the fuck you get two fifty,
1: <laughs> bro? Because my, my, I forgot what I did. What math I did. But yeah, let's just say she gets five hundred a month, right? So she can obviously survive off of that. But if she were to get zero, it would force her to go work and, like, strive to be better. Because I was watching this podcast, and he was like, a lot of people don't know where to go until they hit rock bottom. Because, you know, like drug addicts or whatever, they'll hit rock bottom, and then the only place they have to go is up. So if you keep skimming by and living by the bare minimum, and I'm attributing to that and I'm helping you out, and I'm helping you live at the lowest standards you possibly could in America, then am I really helping, or am i just am I just putting a band aid over a gunshot wound? Mm. ah, bullet wound, not a gunshot wound, <laughs> but yeah, how do you feel about that?
0: Um, I don't know, you know, like I think people need help, but I also think that people become easily dependent so if we go back to history and if you look at all these countries that the U.S. goes in and puts all this aid in and it just starts giving them a bunch of stuff so they become dependent on the U.S. giving them stuff for decades and then once the like the U.S. won, are we just gonna be paying other countries like lifestyle for forever like we can't do that forever. So once the U.S. stopped, their country went to shit. It became a third world country. So like that's something that and like your situation, we can look at that just on a bigger scale. The U.S., they, they can think they're helping people, helping these nations, but they're actually leaving them worse off than they were because at least when they were bad and the U.S. came, they were still working in some way and improving, steadily improving in some way. But now that the USS came and acted as a crutch for them, they're not getting better, they're not getting stronger, they're not improving at all. They're just being catered for. So as soon as you take that caterment away, you don't know what to do. you back at square one. So I definitely think that you have to have a balance between showing compassion and helping somebody out when they really need it, but also giving somebody that nudge to yeah make them help themselves. You can't help somebody all the time that you need to, the best way to help somebody is to help them figure out how, help them figure out how they can help themselves.
1: And and if you want to think about it on like a bigger, but more relatable scale is like the welfare system. It's like the government is pumping money into like low income communities. And there's not really, and I, I, I'm not gonna lie and say I came up with this myself. But I was listening to a podcast, and he was like, "Yeah, they're just pumping money into low-income communities, but there's no plan with the money. Like, you just if you're just giving a thousand-dollar check, there's no like basis on what you need to spend it on. So people aren't really improving. People are just yeah getting fed off checks. And it's like me. That's more oh, but to no, me that's why like oh my bad to me that's why like low-income communities are staying low-income." Because they're just receiving money, and they're not working to be better
0: as, like, a people. If you look if, think about it like this, because one thing about it, once the cor- motherfuckers got the coronavirus check, first thing they did, buy Jordans, mm-hmm. buy weed. I was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, like, if you look at unemployment, you know how heads was getting hella money from unemployment, and they was blowing it. It was getting like seven, dollars $800 a week blowing it for months. It was getting a hell of money. And now once they stop getting them checks, they in a worse position than when they wasn't getting the money. Cause now they're used to this lifestyle where they're getting $800 a week and, and just going through it. Now yeah. they're back at step one where they broke as fuck and they don't got no job. Hasn't been doing nothing for the whole year. You got all these bills to pay and you was dependent on a crutch that's why you need to be able to help yourself don't depend on nobody else to help you because like you nobody's the only person that's going in your grave with you is yourself the only person that you came in this world with unless you're a twin but even then (laughs) with yourself y'all were separated by seconds unless you was like going twin or something but even then, one head had to come out. <laughs> so my point being is you only got yourself that you can really count on 100% of the time. I don't care if it's your mom, your girlfriend, your child. You cannot depend on anybody other than yourself 100% of the time. So make sure you always got yourself. And make sure you always straight. And make sure you know how to help yourself when you need to.
1: Yeah. And this leads this leads us into this one topic that I've been debating in my mind. Do you do you believe in the self what is it called the the determinism
0: versus free will? Yeah.
1: So I'm I'm going to let you go first. Do you so, what are your thoughts on that?
0: Basically um determinism is I'm just telling I know you. Oh, know, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Determinism is basically uh the theory that you don't have any free will in the things you do. Everything that you're doing was already predetermined mm-hmm. and you are just experiencing it. It's like, basically everything was planned out already and you are just experiencing the plan now.
1: But but not will. like, but hold on, but not like in a, like, somebody's controlling your mind type yeah. thing. It's more so of like, if you grew up in like a poor neighborhood, was your, future already determined because of the sur- the surroundings your genetics your environment whatever blah blah blah
0: well well maybe that's a different term like the way the one I was uh-huh. describing is like basically you have no free will in doing and doing things like every not like like you said nobody's controlling you necessarily
1: mm-hmm.
0: but like if I was trying to make the decision between grabbing my phone and grabbing the sticker right that would i i couldn't make the decision because even like me trying to switch and think about it that plan has already been written like i i can't do anything different than the plan that's like the theory of determinism and free will is like you can do whatever you want there is no plan it's like mm-hmm. destiny that's basically the best uh synonym for determinism like destiny Is it like, is it like fate versus destiny? Well, I think fate and destiny would be kind of the same thing. Those would kind of be both determinism and then like free will would be like, yeah, just the opposite, like free will, you can do whatever. But like my stance on it personally, I think it's both because I think the universe is so large that there's infinite amount of realities and every single thing that could possibly happen is happening in one reality or one universe or whatever so personally i think and if you know about the quantum theory that would make more sense like every thing you every decision you make has a subset decision that happened somewhere else where the same you did the opposite decision or whatever but um so basically like my stance on determinism versus free will I think that the since the universe is so big, I don't think there's a such thing as time in the universe. So I think everything has already happened, but we are experiencing time on earth as humans in different ways. So I think everything has already happened and we're experiencing it. So you don't have any say in doing anything new, but you have a say in becoming your free will is you choosing who you want to become, choosing the you you want to become because there's an infinite amount of yous out there that you can become literally every decision. If you want to wake up tomorrow and become a different you, you can, that's your free will, but you can't become a new you per se because all the yous are already out there. It's just up to you to choose which one you want to become. Well, that's how I think about it, personally. but how do you think about it?
1: I thought of it more so like on a smaller level, I didn't Uh. think of like multiple like realities. I thought of it like you have everything is predetermined in a sense. Like we all carry down our genetics from our parents. So we're all, we're always going to have that part in us until we learn how to mold into ourselves and shape into ourselves. But, you know, that's the same thing with like environment. And I feel like it's harder for others because, you know, different determined circumstances, they result in different different effects on different people but you also have that discipline aspect that kind of to me that kind of relates to free will because you can choose whether or not to do something now it may be harder for some people because of the circumstances but you at the end of the day you still have the the the, the choice to be like do i want to shoot this person or do i not want to shoot this person and i know that's an extreme example not everybody goes through that so even like on a small small scale I mean even like on a more realistic everyday example like do I want to eat the sugar or do I not want to eat the sugar so you still have that choice but there's still that predetermined factor that maybe your parents were addicted to sugar so that gene or that DNA kind of gets passed down to you and you have like an addictive gene with you so you get addicted to things faster so yeah I feel like it's, it's a little bit of both
0: but Yeah, well, like, if I'm thinking about on the earthly human scale, because I was thinking about it more universally. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So if I'm thinking about on the earthly scale, I would also say it's both. Because, like you said, just genetically wise, people are predetermined to be a certain type of way. But that's not to say you can't control, like, your being. You don't, like, people say they they have no control over themselves. And honestly, like, I don't know, but I don't think that's true. I think you have control. It's just whether you want to have control or not. And it might, like you said, it might be hard, but I don't think people are necessarily put in a box and, like, they can't leave that box their whole life. Because, like, I mean – Because then I think of, like, cancer patients. Like, their their just whole life was determined to... (coughs) to So, like, yeah, that's why I think, like, determinism is a real thing. Because, like, when I think of my homies that have died, you know, I don't like to think that they picked out that reality for them. I like to think that that was always going to happen and I'm just now experiencing it now.
1: Yeah. And I... I think of people like, like LeBron, like I feel like because of his genes, like he was predetermined to just be more athletic than other niggas. Yeah, but it was his free will to use that athleticism in his, you know, play basketball or do whatever sport. Because I'm sure there there was probably there's probably thousands of Lebrons throughout the yeah. history of
0: time. There's probably a thousand Lebrons probably right now. A lot right now, yeah, yeah. And but at least probably, like, if we being real like a million, there's hell of a motherfuckers on Earth. So yeah. there's probably hell of Yeah. But, yeah, like, they have the free will to
1: choose what they want to do with that athleticism. Just like we have the free will to choose
0: what, what we want to do with these intelligent-ass minds that we got. Facts. And, like, another aspect of it is, like, the determinism based on your environment. Because your environment shapes who you are we are as humans we are both nature and nurture beings so the environment that you live and grow up in because you're from four to I think it's 16 or nine or something like that I took a psychology course last semester. So I forgot see I forget shit after the test but um <laughs> uh that's like when your mind is getting the most developed and you're the most impressionable So if you're in a terrible environment, you're going to think that, and I'm not going to say normal versus abnormal because there's no such thing as normal, but you're going to think that certain behaviors that are more uh, geared towards violence is is normal behavior and acceptable behavior because that's the environment that you grew up in. You don't know what normal is because you're coming into a new world and you're just learning all these new things. That's why I like, People who grow up in the suburbs, they think of you having a gun on you all the time is crazy. But if you are from the hood, that is normal because you have to protect yourself or not even a gun, just a weapon, maybe pepper spray or a knife or something. Like people there's two different realities and that's what people forget. And that's because it's based on the environment that you grew up in, that's creates the reality that you're gonna live in. Hmm. In a way. Yeah,
1: definitely. And another question for you: Do you feel like predetermined circumstances should be taken more into consideration when, when judging someone's maybe like court—I mean, case or whatever—like they get in trouble? Because a lot of times, like, I, and I've been thinking about this heavy, is like genetics plays such a big role in like what you do and how you feel and how you act. So, is it like my fault? that I'm, that I just act the way that I
0: do. See, that's a slippery slope. Yeah, because, because like my parents- Pedophiles could be like, it's not my fault. I'm accustomed to liking but then, children. But then you would, but then you would have to be like, okay, are their
1: parents pedophiles? Because one, like, it's like, it's a proven fact that like, if a kid is touched at a young age, they have a higher chance of being either gay or being pedophiles themselves. So- That right there, in a sense, is like a predetermined circumstance that someone has to go through that affects their free will because they, in their mind, they may think it's okay or in their mind, they may be attracted to that because that's something that they went through. So I feel like it should be taken into consideration. Not saying that, like, I personally, like... See, yeah, but that's the thing. I agree. I, I I, I I feel like it's very wrong of us to judge somebody off of their decisions based off a traumatic traumatic experience
0: yeah i mean just think about it all the black people that are in jail because they had to do what they had to do in order to live in the environment they were in mm-hmm. all the mentally ill people that are in jail because they, they are literally mentally insane and they're they need help and they can't get help so they just go up breaking the law so like or even if you just think about all the mentally ill people that were able to get help and are now just in mental institutions. So, I mean, like, I definitely think you should take it into consideration, but that's the slippery slope because the thing about law in the courtroom, especially is you can't really have, you can't, I mean, you're supposed to look at things case by case mm-hmm. situationally, but at the same time, you always got to keep a consistent precedent because once you give some wiggle room, once you give somebody an inch, they're going to take a mile. So mm-hmm. if you're like, yeah, this person from the hood, he literally saw his dad get his brain, brain, brains blown out. His fucking mom was on crack while he was fucking, she was pregnant with him. So he grew up as a literal crap. I mean, this happens to people though. I know, but God You're damn. Crap baby. But I'm just saying. So like, he goes out there sells drugs because he thinks that's what he has to do to survive. Now, a lawyer would be like, he was in this terrible situation. So we need to teach him this isn't the way. But if they were to do that and let him stay out of jail, a pedophile could come along. Well, I was touched while I was a young child and I think it's all right to touch other kids. So he just raped 15 kids. But since he was in a situation where he thought that was all right, see, you get what I'm saying? Like, you're giving that into one situation, and it can be applied to literally a plethora of other situations. So that's why I personally, personally yeah, get sad. I And I think personally, you can do that, but not – and the not how America and this society is set up. I think, like, if you redo society and the rules that we have, then you could do that. Because, I mean, if you think about it, we have too many laws. You should know every law. Yeah. Because, like, you if don't know whether you're breaking a law or not if you don't but, know every law.
1: But it's, like, too many to fuck. I mean, you could probably learn it if you really needed to, but You're not even taught laws, which is the craziest shit. But some laws are just stupid as fuck.
0: Hella stupid. So, like, I think if you were to redo society and make laws that everybody could unanimously agree on, and then, like, you could take shit case by case in that setting. Mm -hmm. Because then as a tribe, as a community, y'all be like, we can look at shit case by case, but if you're a pedophile, no, we're not listening to that. It's also... him a child, no, we're not. Like, they could do it like that, but. It's also, I think it's,
1: like, it's too big. Like, there's too many people in this country right now to do that. Like, you think about how many cases go through the courts a day? Like, it'd be impossible to look at every case, case by case. So, maybe, maybe if we looked at things on a smaller scale. I don't really know the answer.
0: But. Yeah, I'm actually doing a, because for the project I'm doing on the Mountaintop campus. Uh-huh. It's like a theater-type thing, too, like half and half. So I'm writing a script right now for a film I want to produce uh, that's, like, basically I want to show the two sides of the tale of, like, how you could be a young kid and get in some trouble and that change your whole life. So I'm basically going to go back to, like, a situation where I could have got arrested and, like, the whole trajectory of my life would have been changed. And I'm gonna play that out. And then at the end, it's gonna be like a nightmare. So I'm gonna wake up from the nightmare. And then you're gonna like see me in college. And yeah, yeah, I, too much for it. Yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna, cut gonna... That out. I'm gonna cut that
1: shit out, because I, I don't want nobody stealing your idea. But um, what was I gonna say? Isn't it crazy? Like the shit that we used to do, which I mean, I don't know, I never did anything like too terrible. But like the shit that we did could have really like changed. And just like, just like 10 minutes, just 10 minutes of what we did could have changed the whole trajectory of our life.
0: Bro, we was literally fucking in school, like, nigga, we could have caught hell hella cases.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And And then it's like, not only could we have went to jail for that shit, but we could have been registered sex offenders. And like, you know, like, we live in a date and like an era today, which rightfully so. But we live in the era today, like, if you're a registered sex offender, nigga, like, you are out of here. Like, like you not...
0: can't even explain yourself. They it don't care if you're just peeing on the ground. That's another thing. Like, you can be, become a fucking sex offender for literally just pissing, like, on a wall. Hell yeah.
1: My friend almost did that. And he was in middle school.
0: That's, bro, that's the fuck. You gotta be a dick-ass cop to make an <laughs> like, for pissing, bro? Are you serious? Oh, God.
1: Yeah, bro. But I was, I was thinking about that. What else, what else was
0: there? Uh, how's school going? Like, you do your finals and shit yet? I did one, but I just did the ref draft for it.
1: But the rest of my finals are due next week. What about you?
0: Yeah, I did, um, I have to take three tests. And then, like, I did the ref draft for my final project introduction shit that I have to do for my class. But, all right, so let me tell you, uh, On Tuesday I had to present like what I was doing to the class. Mind you, I I didn't like I knew I was doing roads, but I didn't look at the assignment, so I didn't know what was going on for real. So it was 10 a.m. I had a 9 a.m. And after the 9 a.m. uh I started working on like putting a slideshow together. And I'll actually share share my screen. Bro, that's just, that
1: that's just that's hard, bro. I gotta get right. it's not telling me.
0: But um, yeah. So I made like a Google slideshow in like literally twenty minutes. Just put some bullshit on there, and like I presented it, and I was telling them about our shroom trip when uh, I had my dog on the roof. I almost dropped that nigga. <laughs> Well, the first time we took shrooms.
1: You had the dog on the roof?
0: Yeah. bro. (laughs) Why? Because at the time, that was just such a good idea. (laughs)
1: Is How's how's the dog doing?
0: I don't know. I barely even know how my siblings is doing, bro. (laughs) See, this computer is hella slow. But, like, I I started the – all right, here it goes. Wait, can I share my screen now? I,
1: it's not like, I don't, I don't know how to give you permission.
0: It says host disabled participants are
1: Hold and on, hold right. on wait, maybe I can do it. Nah, bro, it's not letting, I don't know how to do this.
0: Yeah, it, honestly, it's not that serious. But like, <laughs> bro, my bad. I made this quote up. It says, there's no such thing as normal, only that of which majority of people conceive to be so. That sound like a real quote, huh? What'd you say? There's no such thing as normal. Only that of which majority of people conceive to be so. Nah. That's not code. Nah.
1: <laughs> that was just play. That's cool.
0: I put like one slide was a complication of me falling, like off the skateboard. <laughs> Like uh, screenshots, but um, (laughs) and then, like, I talked about the Raiders Stadium versus Las Vegas Boulevard and like how that shit was built so fast, but Las Vegas Boulevard been under construction since we was like nine.
1: But do you (laughs) ever feel like, because a lot of people like say stuff like that, do you ever feel like it's just like a, like, too much complaining? Because I, I was thinking about that. Just listen. Just hear me out. Hear me out. About the Raider stadium. I was thinking, bro, I was like, I think that was really smart that they built the Raider, Raider stadium that fast because that's going to bring in way more money than just building up the street on Craig. You feel me? So maybe you know, they the looked at it. Was, maybe they looked at it in the long run. Your, your reasoning for it was money. Yeah. But at the end of the day, what what really helps people more than anything else? Money. I mean, not more than anything else, but in that sense, money. Like, if you had to choose between making $2 billion from building the Raider Stadium... Uh, I get that. ...not complaining no more on Craig... I get that.
0: I I totally get that. And, like, just the point that motherfuckers are going to put money in to get the Raider Stadium built. People aren't necessarily putting money in to get the road built yeah but this is my to
1: mm-hmm.
0: How many people live in Vegas? How many adults let's just say like let's say like five five million okay. tax paying adults, even though it's way more than that yeah how much money do they get in taxes every year for that street still not to be fucking fixed but how much are so they what? where's the money where's that money going? That's what I'm every sure. year they get in Millions of taxes. They're probably in the, getting in the, the money. Run now. They're probably
1: going to, I mean, in the ideal sense. Now, I don't know if this shit really going to happen, but if they're thinking like, okay, if we just put the money in right now for Raider Stadium, in the long run, this will bring more
0: money. No, that's the thing. Well, I get what they are saying. But this street has been under construction for like the last decade, damn near decade and a half. <laughs> Way before the Raider Stadium was even thought about being burned to Vegas. So... People have been paying millions and billions of dollars for taxes, mm-hmm. One, which I barely, they. I, I don't even think they used much of the taxes money to build the Raiders stadium. They probably got like investors and angel donors to get it built because that's a money move. Like people are going to put money into that. But for the Las Vegas residents who pay their taxes, why can't they get their street fixed? that's been like that for damn near 15 years? They pay taxes every year. Do you tell you mean to tell me that you can't you can put up a whole stadium in three years, but you can't fix one street in a couple months. You can't take fix one street in fifteen, bro. Because I'm
1: telling you, bro.
0: I get what you're saying. They they, but they, what they about the taxes money. That
1: that's, the, well, they, that's what I'm saying. They go. That's what I'm saying. They taking the tax money. Put but
0: in, is, no, you're not getting what I'm saying. No, I know I get what you're saying. Thought about from 2017. What about all them years before that? And you're getting angel investors and donors to donate and put money into the Raiders project. So that's not all the tax money either. What about all of this millions and billions? Because the Raiders stadium cost about I think two or three billion dollars to make. Mm-hmm. What about the billions of dollars that come in every year for taxes? So, so okay.
1: Fuck, I forgot what I was gonna say. Keep going, keep going. Let me try to think. No, that's, what, I, that's I, what I, I was, just don't want it to be silent. Uh but look, what was I gonna say? Okay, so if you if you ran if you ran a country, right? Or not even a country, a city, and they was like, Look, bro, you can either stop these niggas from complaining or you could fucking you could build something that's going to bring in way more money. Bro, you yeah. Yes I am. I promise you I'm getting what you're saying. But I'm saying, what would you do in that situation? I'm take the Raider Stadium out of it. Even if you okay, but even if you take that out, well so what are you saying? Where is the billions of dollars going? On top yeah. of the Raider
0: Stadium? Yeah, because it's probably not, going to judge it's probably going billions to billions of dollars in taxes every year. I mean, so I don't know. But... You build the Raiders State, you only need one year of taxes to build it because mm-hmm. you're getting billions of dollars. Now, of course, it goes to a lot of other shit. I'm not saying that it doesn't get dispersed, but you mean I, I have a hard time believing that billions of dollars have gone through the Las Vegas government in taxes, and they still haven't found the funds to fix a fucking road. Yeah,
1: I do too. But when I but I was just talking about the Raiders stadium.
0: And I, I just I feel like
1: I'm talking about that. Like I got well now, what, that
0: situation was just a four year thing though. So like I'm talking about the years before that. This this road don't been under construction I mean, since I. I, I don't know. That. I don't know the answer to that. But what you were
1: saying, I feel like that's a very brought up topic about how can they build this? How can they build the Raider Stadium but not fix the streets? And my thing is like they probably in that just that situation alone. And just to just to attack that situation is they probably just prioritize what's gonna bring in more money. Cause at the end of the day, what do you think people at the at the highest level are gonna think about? You I mean, they care about the everyday oh, biggest you know, feelings?
0: Tell me like this. You keep doing that, right? So there's always gonna be a money move you can make. So you just keep building all this shit. 30, 50 years go by, this road's still not fixed. Well, they're so not going to they're not going to keep building shit like the Raider Stadium. The Raider Stadium
1: is is like a one in a lifetime thing. thing damn near. You don't just so get the Raider before, Stadium.
0: What was they doing before the Raider Stadium was about to get built to where they couldn't finish this road? Building what Summerlin. They was probably like building Summerlin or building Henderson. See, that's what I'm saying. There's always going. That's that's my point. There's always going to be something else to build.
1: But isn't so but fun. if you think about it, that's bringing in more money. People aren't just. When people move to to Vegas, people don't want to live in fucking North Las Vegas. They want to live in summer.
0: They want to live somewhere nice. So you're basically justifying the fact of why poor impoverished places look the way they are. And, and I'm right. justifying. That's literally no, what no, you're saying. No, listen, right listen, 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 listen. No, listen. no, that's literally no, what you no, listen. What I'm saying is, I'm not saying
1: that at all. All I'm saying yeah, is, yeah, I not, get from the no, perspective no, wait. No, of like I'm saying. I'm saying the way that they're probably thinking is that they need to make more money. I don't give a fuck about the next part, the, the, the lowest people in the people that aren't doing shit for our environment. Why the fuck would I care about their feelings? If a nigga, and this isn't me talking, this is probably them. If a nigga. OK, if you had to choose between making sure the nigga that works at McDonald's is OK or the niggas that are going to bring in millions of dollars, a.k.a. the football team is OK, which one would you choose if you had that money mind state? Oh, me personally? Oh, no, no, not you. Which Uh, one do you think they would choose? Yeah, which one do you think they would
0: choose? I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, if I was in that situation, I honestly, obviously would go with the money move. But my whole point of this conversation was that that shouldn't be happening. Like, and my, my whole point of bringing all this up was people need to start pressing their local governments to find out where that tax money is being spent. Because there's no way... That and I, I get what you were saying about the Raiders Stadium and all that, and because it did bring in a lot of jobs uh, on top of that. But there's no way a street should have fu- these same fucking cones on it for the last 15 years. Hey, but that's no so work done time. to it. Just signs and cones been on it for 15. Years. Bro, Craig and Road has been A brand new fucking Raider, a state of the art Raider Stadium, T-Mobile Arena. They're able to build all that shit, but they still can't fix the fucking street. That's my point. Like, right. all this money y'all are paying in taxes as citizens, y'all need to start pressing y'all local governments to see where it's actually going. And, and, and I agree with
1: you 100%. What I was saying was what they were saying in the fucking meeting room while they were having this conversation. Now, personally, I don't know, to be honest. I, I, like, I, if I was in that situation of, like, I had all that power and I could choose, okay... Do I want to build this state do, or do I want to prioritize things that are going to bring in money or do I want to focus on things that don't necessarily have to get fixed? Like to me personally, I feel like they're doing a lot of bullshit to Craig Road that doesn't need to be done. Like they literally just split that shit in half and there's like a big ass hole. I don't know if you've been there recently, but there's like a big ass hole in the middle. I don't know what they're doing, but I feel like if I had to choose in that situation, it'd be hard because honestly just me me and me i would care about the everyday citizens but i would also care about making money and because at the end of the day that's what's important about any type of form of civilization in today's world whether it's a state city
0: or country and that just goes to show you that the concept of money and the accumulation of money just inherently makes people unmoral and more
1: god because it's like you got to do it you can't like, as as much as, like, I want to, you know, we're the modern-day hippies, and as much as we want to be, like, bro, like, just enjoy life, peace and love to all, like, you still got to have that, like, that you that money-go-getter attitude, or else you just, I mean. So you let other people dictate your life? No, nah, I'm letting money dictate my life. Of course, so I feel like, like everybody is. Well, money like-
0: is nothing. Money is literally only what other people give its power. It only matters... it only has value because you think it does at the end of the day it it doesn't it doesn't
1: only have value because you think it does it has value because
0: that's how you get that's how you get shit
1: that's how you barter back in time back in the time but i'm saying
0: universally yes in this society it has much power that's how you get shit but in the universe if some aliens came down and you gave them a fucking hundred dollar bill they're gonna look at you like what the fuck it doesn't have no universal power niggas ain't, I mean, that's what I'm saying, like,
1: niggas ain't aliens, and niggas ain't, we're not living on a universal scale. But, we're living yeah, but on a
0: scale. We're not living on a universal mind scale, because we are subjugating ourselves to this societal mindset. So, by us being attuned and accepting that money has value, and that it's a real thing, and like, basically, living off of what other motherfuckers think, we are... Separating ourselves from that universal mindset that we could have. But and is it but can we is control it that?
1: Can we control that though? Because I yeah. part, why can't you? Because if you don't if you just grow, like if us right now, right? If we were to just be like, give all our money away, we're gonna start thinking on a universal scale, we would probably starve to death. No, you
0: don't think so? You can't plant some shit, you can't nope. grow me nigga no i first of all i live that's what i'm saying don't just drop and do it obviously like be smart about it i wouldn't just do it you know because like back to the crutch thing we've been using money as a crutch so we don't know how to use live with the universe we don't know how to live with the earth the environment so we gotta learn how to do these things since we've had this crutch but it's not like you can't live without money there are people on earth that live without money
1: but you can't even, okay, let's just say you were to give up money. You can't even get property to plant plants
0: if you don't okay. have no money. What? Yeah, you can. Where? Yeah, got to take Africa back. After that. Nigga, you need money for that. You
1: need money for guns, nigga. Like, bro, and then I like, I don't know. Like, I want to live like that, but the niggas that be saying that shit on YouTube be having big-ass houses. So, I don't know. It's easy, it's easy for that.
0: Do you think black people should take back Africa? Melanated beings should take back Africa.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I I do, but I also don't think that we should abandon America neither, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. I mean, by melanated beings, I think just literally melanated beings of the world. Not like Mexican. I don't think these American motherfuckers should go to Africa. That's not what I'm saying. Because there's no, black people over. There.
1: Well, I don't think they should abandon. Like, yeah, they should take over Africa, but I don't – because you know how like, there's a big thing of, like, we should all go back to not Africa. All black
0: people. Yeah. No, nah, because we're from everywhere.
1: Yeah, but also – but, like, nigga, personally, like, I'm from America, and you're from yeah. America, and we're Americans, and our ancestors are Americans, and our ancestors was Americans before white people were Americans. So if yeah. we were, yeah, so we're not a – we can't just – we're not going back to our homeland if we go back to Africa because we don't know our ancestors could have been from fucking Mexico. There was niggas there, too. So exactly. Yeah. I don't. I mean, yeah, I feel like they should take over Africa, but I feel like that's just a piece in the puzzle of taking back everything that they should be that they should have.
0: Yeah, is- I, I just say Africa because I feel like that's one is like what it's what the superpowers of the world are fighting over to yeah. control the world completely. So just for that fact alone, I think it's imperative that Africa needs to be taken back. And two, I think it's imperative so we can use it as a home base. Yeah. We don't necessarily got to take these other areas back per se, but we can start to actually live with the motherfuckers that are there now versus just live under their colonial rule or live under how they think life should go like we can live side by side with them but i think we need like a place that we can call home base we can recuperate and think freely be freely and actually play with ideas before we can even think about call even think about trying to get these other areas around the world and call them like our home and like set of civilizations there but do you think this revolution will happen in our lifetime?
1: I think it can't. I don't think it's possible. I personally feel like black people around the world are at a at a level in in a mental in a mental state that we couldn't we couldn't even fight. Like let's just take ex- America for example. If you were to take all the niggas in America and had them fight against one section of the army, they would get destroyed. I feel like we don't have the money. We don't. We definitely don't have the intelligence. We don't have the the mental fortitude. training. We don't have the mental fortitude to do so. So I feel like probably not. But I don't know. I I feel like maybe you know when you have people like us and people like Young Pharaoh and shit like that, maybe we could change the 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 way that black people think enough to where that to where they'll they want to live like. Because a lot of people are satisfied with living like this. And they and I'm sure there's a lot of niggas out there that be like, bro, I'm not gonna put my life on the line just to, just for some shit that I don't even know is gonna really happen. Like we don't know. Like we could we could do all this fighting and go back to Africa and them niggas could be like, bro, we don't fuck with y'all.
0: And then we can't fight them. Nah, my thing is not even like, like I'm not necessarily for this campaign of Black Americans going back to Africa. When I say take back Africa, that's not what I mean. When I say take, take back Africa, most Black Americans, they don't have a problem with... I mean, they have a problem with how America is, but they don't have a problem with American lifestyle. They just have a problem with societal racism in America. Y'all motherfuckers can stay. I have a problem with all this shit. The lifestyle, the laws, all of it's bullshit to me. So I I mean, when I say take back... Africa, I mean, like minded, melanated individuals like the hoteps. If you know what they are, the hoteps are Mm -hmm. that's like the intelligent beings that actually want to do something, like Young Pharaoh, those type of people taking back Africa and like be making a society environment where black people can thrive as black people rather than and not even as black people, black people can just thrive as people. Rather than black people in a society. Because wherever I go, I'm always gonna be a black person here. I've never felt just being a person. And that's crazy if you really think about it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, I mean, I guess when you're growing up at school, maybe you feel like a person, but as you grow up, you net you stop to feel like a person. You just you start to feel like a black person or a gay oh. person great person or you feel like uh, a trans exactly yeah. like it's crazy how you just can't feel like a person anymore you gotta always have something in front of that person first
1: the first time I went like after the first semester I went back to Vegas obviously and when I went back it was crazy because it was like when, when I'm out here I rarely see black people and then when I go back there you, you see hella black people so you like you just fit into the bunch. You feel like you don't feel like a standout because everybody there damn near looks at you. But when you're here in Reno and I'm and it's I'm sure it's like everywhere. I'm sure there's so many places in America that's just like this. Probably it's a majority of America is probably like this. And you feel like like you said, you don't feel like a person. You more so feel like a black person just co- or you just feel different. And you don't like it's cool to be different, but you don't always want to feel like an outcast or feel like a different person, feel like a different nigga than everybody else in the room. So exactly. I yeah, like that whole like your whole environmental setting can it plays a lot.
0: Yeah. And, and that's why uh, well, I was just gonna say, like oh, i I've, I've I made the recent decision, and I'm probably gonna fucking go back off this, but like I'm actually like thinking about it. I'm not going to take psychedelics the rest of my time at college because I've had two bad trips in a row and they weren't bad while I was in them, but like analyzing and going back at them, they were what I would consider bad trips. Mm -hmm. And both of those times I realized I was just around a bunch of motherfuckers that I have never been around. I was in a, a foreign environment around a bunch of people I've never been around and not just like literally, but like figuratively too. Like I've never been around this many white people in my life. So I was at the and I, I'm going to tell you guys about my trip now, since we're nearing the end of the pod. I did acid three tabs. Um, on Saturday, And <laughs> I'll just say that so passively. And uh, I went to a day party. It's called mocos. And it's like a party where everyone dresses up ridiculous and they just start drinking in the daytime, day drinking. And I didn't really even drink that much. cause I was just on acid. But yeah, everybody was, uh, everybody, and I was high, of course, but everybody was dressed up in these crazy uh, outfits and shit and heads were jumping off the roof. That was dumb as fuck. I thought it was normal. Water? Huh? Into water? No. Oh. <laughs> no, no. One nigga jumped off the roof, bro, and, like, fucked his whole face up and was like, I'm fine, I'm fine, drunk as fuck. So, I, bro, yeah. But, uh, yeah, uh when I was there, I was having a good time just vibing and shit. And this white liberal girl that I have in class, it was the first time she saw me first. She came up and was talking to me a little bit. And just out of nowhere, she was, nah.
1: Just out of nowhere,
0: she was like, <laughs> this bitch was like, and it, after this, I had a terrible trip, she was like, yeah, how are you feeling, like, you feeling all right, and I was like, yeah, I'm feeling good, you know, I'm just on acid, because I think she's asking me that, because I'm on acid, she's like, yeah, you know, it just sucks, because there's so many racist people, I was like, yeah, but, you know, that's everywhere, whatever, just try to rest it off, but she was like, Yeah, but the thing is, like, so many people are just racist, you know, like, there's racist people here, and this is just basically trying to tell me some shit I already know, Mm -hmm. and it basically made me, like, after she walked away, I'm looking around like, damn, are all these motherfuckers really racist, and I'm just a coon-ass nigga, like, at this party or whatever, (laughs) It just made me have a terrible trip, because it made me, like, fight between me being a person and me being a black person. It's like, which one can I be? Do I have to, do I feel obligated to feel a certain type of way as a black person to where I can't enjoy these parties or these certain types of environments? Or can I just be a person and enjoy myself in there? Because I wasn't thinking of myself as a black person until she brung up race. And that's like back to say, and that's what a bunch of these white liberal virtue signaling people who think they're helping don't understand. It's like you're actually doing the racist shit because you're always bringing up race, and that's why I bring that up at the beginning. When the dude was like, "Yo, my high school is racist shit." Literally, the first thing he says to us, "That's racist." You didn't have to say that. You're mm-hmm. literally making everything about race when we could have just been two people playing chess. You put the a person at the party, but you now I'm. What was it? What I said, you, said? You,
1: put, you put the thought in our mind before we even, like, didn't nobody think about you being racist. But since you want to come out and be, like, on some weird shit and be, like, or even if, like, yeah, everybody in high school is racist, but I wasn't. It's like, nigga, nobody was even thinking about – nobody thought you was racist in the first exactly. place. Now, now I, you making me think, damn, you yeah. probably racist. Yeah, now I know you judging me because I'm black because you exactly. already put it out there.
0: Yeah. Like, whether you're judging somebody better or worse because of their skin color, that is racist because you're exactly. judging them off of their skin color. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's, like, that's a that's a very real thing. And I feel like that's one thing that, like, the right kind of does better in a sense is that, like, they're not going to bring gonna up race. They, yeah, they're not going to bring up race in every situation. But, like, the left, they're going to be like, yeah, because he was black or – or they'll be like the first black person, or he was black and went to a white school, like Obama. He was black. Yeah, yeah. it was like nigga, he's a fucking, he's a he's a man. At the end, like, like as
0: soon as if I ever get recognized for being the first black anything to do something at Lehigh, I might drop out, <laughs> like dead ass. And I'm a and I'm a like for real. And I'm i I'm gonna talk my shit to like the actual admissions office and everything. I gonna be like this is the most racist shit that's. Y'all could have done to me. I it my- out as a black person rather than just a student at Lehigh that got this award. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Like that whole like, because
1: we had like this this like black like club or whatever up here, and I'm like that is like, in a sense that's like segregation almost. Even if you feel like, even if the black people created it, it's like you are literally just putting together black people just because they are black. No matter, they don't have the same interests. They don't have anything that, nothing about them is similar, but they are just black. They just have the same skin color. And right there, you're judging people off the color of their skin. Not off their interests, not by the context. What did, what what did, what's his name say? Mama King, the concept of their character. You're literally just, you're literally just grouping people together just because their skin color. Or when you have like a Latina group, it's like, why did like they're a Latina group just cause they all from, they're all Latin. La- what are they? Latins? Are they Latins? Or Latinas or Latinos, whatever the fuck they are. Like that doesn't, that's to me, that's like,
0: I'm not going to say it's racist, but it's
1: very, it's, it's weird to me.
0: I like, mean, you think that. about it in America, we classify all Asians as Asian. Hell like, yeah. I'm pretty sure like don't Chinese and J- Japan, don't they beef? nigga bro babies. them
1: niggas hate each other bro well, exactly
0: like during i think it was
1: world war ii or world war one they had the rape of nan king bro them japanese niggas they rape thousands of women and babies and then they come over here and they're like yeah y'all all asian or or they'll be like are you japanese or chinese and be like nigga i'm gonna beat your ass in these that's what i am like that shit is really like that's just like like a old a old Asian person, like I'm sure they get offended by that shit. Because that's it's, like that's fucked up. That's the racist
0: and, oh that's what people don't get. That's the racist shit. Because you have Italian groups, you'll have German groups, but nah, y'all niggas are all black, y'all are all Hispanic, y'all are all Asian. Yeah. But no, nah, we're Italian. Yeah, we're all white, but nah, we're Italian and they're German, we're different. And, and but is, y'all are just all black y'all aren't you're not Ethiopian you're black but See, that's thing, racist but even with the European shit like yeah like
1: you look at them as all white or all Europeans but them niggas hate each other like you think about how much Germans and nigga the rest of Europe fucking hate each other like or how much they used to hate each other back in like the 1900s like I'm sure if a nigga from Russia or a nigga from France, or I mean from Poland, and they was like, "Are you German?" They'll be like, "Fuck no, I'm not. Germany just fucking destroyed a whole fucking nation." You think I'm like it's, it's crazy how people just like, I don't, I don't even think it's their fault. I think it's just ignorance because they don't know the different sectors of Asia or they don't know the different sectors of Europe. So I don't. I mean, I can't really blame is them, it, but is it I ignorant?
0: can't. Huh? Is it ignorance or is it actually just intelligence? Because Maybe they just realize that there's no such thing as Asia and or, or China and Japan. There's just Asia.
1: Nah, I don't think so. <laughs> they don't because they don't call Russians <laughs> Asian. self-serving. I just said people from Europe, and I brought up Russia. They don't say, Re- but fuck that, bro. Russia, yeah, bro. Russia is part of Europe, bro. I don't give a fuck about what the maps say, but they don't call Russians Asians. They only call people that look, that have slanted eyes and fucking have Asian or Chinese or Japanese characteristics Asians. They don't even call Indians Asians like that.
0: That's facts.
1: They, yeah, they call Indians Indians. Oh, God. They call, they call, every they call, nigga, Native Americans Indians.
0: <laughs> that is Nigga,
1: they, they call Middle Easterns Indians damn near. And them niggas is white. They're Caucasians.
0: Yeah, bro. Like these niggas just stupid, honestly. Hell yeah, bro.
1: But uh, you feel me? We coming to an end. It's you know, it's been a four hour pod, so we appreciate y'all for listening. If y'all listened this far, if y'all didn't, then y'all some pussy ass bitches. Oh hold up. They're not gonna do it anyway.
0: Before we leave though, uh just a quick couple of topics that some heads might want to hear us talk about. Um, The fucking, I heard Biden's pushing to ban menthol cigarettes and backwoods and flavored tobacco wraps. And as we know, a lot of black people, and I'm, I'm gonna just say urban, that includes Hispanic and shit too. But a lot of urban communities, and the members of these communities love these raps and they use these raps when smoking weed now the caucasian community they like smoking papers mainly and we know this so a lot of people seem to think that the biden administration is targeting colored communities with his ban on menthol cigarettes and uh backwards i think they should ban cigarettes for surely I don't think you should ban anything because you shouldn't be able to tell anybody what you feel. That's true.
1: That's true. But,
0: but we're going off health. Yeah, ban the fuck out
1: cigarettes. But, I mean, I don't give. I don't smoke, so I don't care. That's that's for y'all niggas to figure out. Yeah, that's what I was. I was like, because we don't smoke, so it's like I don't smoke exactly. You, Um, if y'all, if y'all Negroes and y'all, you feel me, Hispanics want to smoke. Those fucking cancer sticks, and that's on y'all, bro. And y'all, white people, I, I don't, I don't dip and dabble on that.
0: Yeah. Like, honestly, if they get rid of backwoods and shit, like, it's not going to be the end of the world. That's going to be weird, kind of. Like, y'all really got rid of them, but <laughs> so, some people are like, there's going to be a black market for them, which there probably is. But, um,
1: hell yeah, bro. You can just make it to, you can make a backwood.
0: Yeah. You just grow it. Yeah, right. I, it's you, a tobacco leaf. Yeah,
1: it's not hard.
0: Yeah, facts.
1: I but I don't I don't think I don't think he will do that though, because that's hella money they'll lose.
0: Facts. But yeah, um, hope you all enjoyed the pod. If you made it this far, shit, we really fucking with you. Make sure you follow us on our social medias. <laughs> and modern-day hippies.
1: Bro, we never say that shit.
0: For real. We And we don't ever even post that much on modern-day hippies. Anymore. But we're going to start posting again. School year almost over. Oh, God. Um, See,
1: bro, that's what niggas got to understand, bro. We still, like, full-time college student. I'm a full-time college student, and I got a job. So,
0: so I'm just a real-ass nigga.
1: So oh, God. No, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Well, Yeah, I'm
0: a full-ass full-time. college student, and, you know, I skateboard full-time. So,
1: yeah. So, you feel me? We be busy. But the summer, this going to be a productive summer. feel me? So, expect more, like, I mean, we still, you know, pretty consistent with the pods. So, just expect more promotion and shit coming this summer.
0: Stop. Expect more tats. Oh, hell yeah. Expect the big body.
1: No, I'm actually cutting this summer, to be honest.
0: No, I'm not. I need to get bigger first. Ah,
1: you think you're big the-
0: enough? Huh? You feel like you're big enough? No, nah, I just I just know, like, I'm going to
1: be doing, like, a lot of, like, the fighting shit this summer. So, like, by default, I'm going to just be nice. like, like – I'm not going to – I'm probably going to lift, like, two or three times a week. Nice. Just so I can keep this fucking – these 23-inch ass arms.
0: Did you actually measure them?
1: Yeah. I think they're, like, 16 something like that
0: like all the way around or just
1: yeah i was like that's pretty good bro because like you think about like bodybuilders their shit's like 23 so that's only like seven inches that's a fucking lot nigga seven inches that's like that's probably like up here but it's all the way around now that's what i'm saying that's why this is like this like probably like two inches uh that's what i'm saying
0: I mean, like, yeah like, I think I'm at thirty two right now, but yeah, um, yeah, you know, like it's I'm trying to get to fifty eight by the end of the week, so, I'm measuring
1: myself, i'm like I'm like six four now,
0: yeah, I just grew um out of spurt last night, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know uh seven three. But seventy three inches, though, so that you know breaks down to about. How the
1: fuck did you do this? <laughs> how much? How much is that like? You said I think it's twelve inches in like, a foot. That's six one.
0: Yeah.
1: Hey, have you noticed how my hair like dried throughout the podcast? That's kind of cool. All right. It was just, it was as wet as my bitch's pussy when we started, but now it's...
0: Damn, is your girl going to watch this? She going to be like, you going to call me a bitch in the outro? I mean, yeah, if you got her, girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <it's okay>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, good night, y'all. I mean, good. This going to be... This is going to be posted in the middle of the day, so have a good rest of your day. You feel me?
0: Uh, Hey, you want to know how much I drink? How much? I bought a a handle of vodka at the beginning of the semester, and that shit is still damn near full.
1: (laughs) See, that's good.
0: Yeah, that's why I mean. I don't drink that much, yeah. And I bought a case of beer, and, like, there's still some beers in there, I just
1: bought a case of beer, bro. Niggas. Bro, heads
0: will crush a case of beer in a night by themselves. So I'm proud that this shit lasted me the whole semester.
1: That's tough, bro. That's tough.
0: But all right, Chaw, You feel me? not for me
1: at all. It's not for
0: me neither. I mean, like, <laughs> I, have I want to get drunk as fuck, but not often. Like maybe once a year. Yeah,
1: I'm none of that shit for me, bro. I'm I'm straight as Like, you feel me?
0: You remember that one time we got crossed at your sister's birthday party?
1: Nigga, I wasn't even that high, bro. Oh, that this is a cool little story time. <laughs> so it's gonna be quick. We're gonna end it off with this. So this nigga Tommy. No, me and Tommy went to my sister's birthday party or what? graduate some shit. And we, we drank a little, you know, this is my first time ever drinking. Bad. Uh, you know, I didn't get, I didn't smoke though. So I I only drunk and then Tommy and my sister and whoever else got, they got crossfaded. So it was a funny, well, the first thing that happened was we, we try to, we met these two girls. Right. And then we was finna go to, I don't even know how we got to go to a party somehow, somehow we was finna you go to, to a party. A, no, we was about to go to another party like, in the same hotel. Oh, oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how we got in that, like, how the fuck we found out about that shit. And then we went, right, and it's like these niggas about to fight. We we pull up to damn near a, 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 a what is that called? A rumble. Skull. No, a brawl, right? So it's a nigga, he, <laughs> he's, like, getting pushed out, yelling out gang slurs, and we're just sitting there like, what the fuck? And then Tommy, he like, bro, I'll be one of these niggas' asses right now. I guess the liquor was getting to him, making him aggressive. No. I was like, that shit was making me nervous. So I was like, bro, I, I don't know. I
0: remember we opened the elevator door. Wait, I, wait, I'm like,
1: wait, wait, I'm gonna get to uh, that. me get to that. So <laughs> then we go back to my sister's thing, and I don't know. Somehow, I think we was going back to the party or something. And so the cops had came though, right? So we get in the elevator. And this thing of Tommy has a cup of fucking alcohol in his hand, bro. It's he like 17, 17 right? 17. Yeah. It's like me, my sister, and her friend, and Tommy. So we all standing like in a line, bro, just looking dumb as fuck. And then the right when the elevator opened up, the police standing right there, and it's two of them. We like, oh, oh shit. <laughs> like, bro, I was like, we look stupid as fucking ass. shit. And then we I think that's
0: talked. the weekend of Black Panther came out. And we was doing this for a while like oh, for real? Oh no, nah, no, nah, because that was after I transferred. But remember that we get in like Hoffman and like Mifta yeah. and all of them, they would greet each other like this for like the next month. <laughs> yeah, bro. And then hey, remember that picture? Oh, oh it- bro. fuck. <laughs>
1: bro that shit is so we laughed at that shit for like 20 minutes
0: bro i remember the first time i saw that i called i was on acid i called you just laughing
1: bro no you remember it was crazier because like i had cut my hair off and dyed it half and half and you called me it was like what the fuck happened i was like I was like, bro, this is like the worst time, man. But it was like at three in the morning.
0: Oh god, it was, was like, it on,
1: on a school night. I was like, nigga, what? Bro, i was
0: writing my uh essay for a good a, go- a government essay. That's why I took the acid so I could bro.
1: Yeah, bro. That shit was funny as fuck. Oh yeah, I Dude, remember. Bro, we were trying to go to Bro, we and then we we tried to go to the girl's party or whatever. And then they they ended up. She was like, "Nah, our friend doesn't want to let anybody else in." So we didn't even. All we did was go to sleep after that.
0: You remember that one uh, that one party we went to? Like it was during quarantine, I think. It was like the first party I think like actual party I ever went to, and like them heads was rapping.
1: <laughs> oh my god, but that shit was the funniest. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, that was that on my. One girl. That was on, on my.
0: my true.
1: Yeah, that was my birthday. That was before quarantine. Oh. But bro, that shit, them niggas had the whole fuck. They had a concert set up, and it was like it was on <laughs> It was like <laughs> so the house was divided into three different like sections. You had one side, you had like one room kind of like one section. Then you had the stairs, and then you had like the living room and the kitchen and shit. Well, no. You had, like, two living rooms. We were in the living room on the other side, right? These niggas are literally performing for, like, four people with a fucking, with a microphone, everything, bro. And we just sitting there. Me and Tommy sitting there like, bro, what the fuck? Like, we what just... The fucking
0: cleared out as soon as they started rapping. Everybody... Hell like. yeah. And we just sitting there, bro, because we
1: was trying to talk to these girls. That's the only reason why we stayed. And we just sitting there, like, we was just laughing hella hard. But I was trying to control it at first. I was like... You feel me? I don't want no smoke with these niggas, but that shit was too funny, bro.
0: Bro, yeah, that was like, why did we even go to that shit? Honestly?
1: No, I mean it was pretty cool. Niggas almost got niggas got some bitches, I guess. But bro, I guess that that shit. I mean, I guess it went somewhere. They got a shrooms. That yeah. one, yeah. So thanks. It was an investment that you feel me paid out a little bit.
0: For me, they the reason modern day hippies is here. If yeah, that's the case. Yeah. Good shit. This room. Just because of that. See, bro, that, that, you feel me? Determinism right yeah, there. Right there. Thanks. I think we should just end it off with that. On me. You got any last words? Penis. Vagina. Coitus. Peace. Clitter.